Praise Him. Right now we uh, Establish the um, the eternal purpose that God has for our existence. Because we are born in this earth realm, we begin to think that our main purpose for living is to grow up, put money in the bank, have a little enjoyment in my family, get old and die, that's it. But God had a better purpose for life. If you look at life, but from that standpoint, you begin to think to yourself that it's not, it's not a really wonderful life. I mean, it's a wonderful life. I'm not saying that to try to depress us, but I'm saying that's, that's, that should not, it's not enough. Right. You know, we're born and then we're eventually going to die. And so... People that think like that tend to, tend to strive more harder to achieve a goal to the point where they can be remembered after they're gone. Because that's their way of trying to be immortal. Mm -hmm. they, they're striving to get some accolade or some trophy or some statue or something that, or street named after them or some type of thing where people can remember them even long after they're gone. And the plan of God is greater than that. Amen. The household of God and the eternal purpose is greater than that. Praise the Lord. We, yes, we're going to go through the same lifestyle or the same plight of, win, of uh, 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 spring, summer, fall, and winter, but like everybody else. But our life is going to be meaningful after this life is over. Mm -hmm. There is a life that... Some people look to be meaningful only in this side, and afterward, it's, it, that's it. But we could, our life may not be so meaningful in the eyes of mankind, but in the eyes of God, it's going to last throughout eternity. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, it's sad that people don't have the eternal picture in mind. They don't understand the eternal purpose of God, or they understand it, and they say, Either in the the devil to con them into believing the lie of oh, it's just too hard. Mm -hmm. It's just too hard. Mm -hmm. I can't live like that. Mm -hmm. He had me hooked at one time believing that it's too hard. I can't live like that. But thank God for the Word of God. If you stay around the Word of God, even if you don't stay around the sanctified people, if you just stay around the Word of God and hear it, it'll, be, it'll start coming alive in your body and let you know that, yeah. you know, at one time I thought it was just too hard to achieve that. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if I can achieve that, but I'm going to give it a try. And that's what God wants. Mm -hmm. 
he wants you to go from that just throwing the towel situation to let me just try. And with your trying, you begin to embrace God's word and his plan. And we begin to see uh, 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 God's plan come alive in you. And now, it may take years. This, a lot of people ain't going to get saved because it's, it's a slow process. I ain't seen nobody get saved and, 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 and come from, from center to center to, to overnight. I ain't seen nobody first come in and all of a sudden they they elder or preacher or pastor. No, no, just take time. Mm -hmm. It takes longer to, to be a saint of God than to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And and to be a lawyer, to be the highest thing you could ever achieve. It takes longer than that. What, what what do I mean by that? It's a lifetime journey. It is a lifetime journey. You can't get tired. You can't the devil will tell you, you tired of doing it. You tired of going to church. You tired of that. Look, we're tired of going to work at times, but we still go. <laughs> we get tired of various things that we got, but we still do the best with what we got until we get something better. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're going to get tired of things, but you got to still keep going. Mm -hmm. You can't give up. Not only that, you got to keep, not only, you got to keep the Lord in mind, mm -hmm. you got to keep those that's watching you in mind. Your body is giving a message. It's an either an encouraging message or something that makes people say, man, they quit. I might go quit too. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's examine the eternal purpose or the household of God. Now, for centuries, the church was an unknown mystery. And it's still a mystery to some people. They ain't got it. They don't understand. Right. It's a mystery, but it was an unknown mystery at the century. But even Satan did could not figure out God's plan. Now, this is talked about in uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and 7. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 2 and 7 says, But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery, mm -hmm. even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Not unto his glory, but he said unto our glory. I mean, you are part of this. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Amen. But it is written, I have not seen, nor ears have heard, neither has entered into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Now, here go the key now. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. Look, you can't just like God. You got to fall in love with him. Because if you don't fall in love with him, you ain't going to last. No. I like somebody. It's not good enough. I like the Lord. It's not good enough. You, you better fall deep in love with him. Because yes, the devil going to test you. But God has revealed them unto us. Look, God has revealed some things unto us that he hasn't revealed to us. Why are you here? Because God has revealed some things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For man knoweth not the things of man except or save the spirit of man, which is in him. 
Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world. So, oh, look, put in another way. I'm gonna put it another way. This simply means we have the Spirit of the world, but now we have received another Spirit that's not of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know. The things that are freely given of God. Now, you ought to be able to number some things in your life what is freely given to you by God. Which things also we speak. Not the words which man's wisdom teaches us, we speak, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receives not the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. See, the natural man don't think it is the Holy Ghost. So they ain't going to receive the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. For they are foolishness unto him. They may say, Jesus, 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 but they don't believe they're going to get anything. That's foolishness. So why they say, Jesus, 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 in their mind, they think, I'm going to my child, I'm my child. So it's foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Praise the Lord. Now, only the experience of receiving the Holy Ghost and the Spirit's revelation to the apostles have allowed us to see the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God. Amen. You ought to be praising God for him just the fact that he woke you up. Amen, amen, amen. That's a great gift. We don't we in the gift giving time. Ephesians 3 and I talk about that. But we're in the gift giving time. But sometimes we need to just remind ourselves the gift that God has given us. That's right. Thank you. At least we forget about it. Jesus, You know, this gift that he gave us ain't something that we play with for as we get it with a time. And then later on, switch it aside. Like, yeah, I've been there. Like, nah, I got it. <laughs> like it's an old toy. Like kids do when they get toys. Mm -hmm. They play with it out of excitement, and then after why is this? Man, it's almost like they act like they don't even care about it no more. This we gotta act like we care about the Lord. We gotta have some love for the Lord. And our love shouldn't wax cold. You know if your love is waxing cold. You 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 can see it. Amen. You know you can see it, you can feel it in your heart. I just don't want to go to church. I just don't want to do this no more. Now, that's a difference from I'm with the work and I'm tired. Basically, you may be tired, but you don't be saying, I don't want to serve the Lord no more. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand how people can see themselves and act like they don't see themselves. You know it. You know it. When you withdraw from, when your love waxed cold, you withdraw from the saints of God. You withdraw from the church. And you withdraw from anybody that's talking to you about the Lord. We get into a conversation about God, you'll see yourself walking away. I don't want to talk. If I call you up, you ain't going to want to talk to me. Because I represent the Lord. Don't feel surprised when you try to talk to somebody that's going to back it up. You call them up, they don't want to talk to you. God, God's goal was to create, look, God had a goal. Remember I talked to you about some of the things that the, uh, uh, the eternal purpose and the household of God. God's goal was to create someone. Look, God was in eternity by himself. Mm -hmm. 
Then he had created angels. So now he's there with the angels. And God had, if you read the book of Revelation, God had created all kinds of beings. There are probably beings that he created that we don't even know about. And that the Bible don't even talk about. The Bible don't talk about dinosaurs, but he said he created beasts. So we know that he, so people say, well, they relate beasts to cavemen. But if God may have first created the world, then put dinosaurs in it to see if they can sustain life. Just to see, well, that's, that's working out well. And then allow things to happen where they can be all but his, his eternal purpose was coming into existence. But first, he had to make sure it was able to sustain what he created. So he made animals mm. and put them in there. This could probably uh, uh, be the uh, uh, I don't thank you, Jesus. This could probably under, uh, make people understand the, the, the where dinosaurs come from, but they won't they don't want to believe that. They want to believe we came from the Big Bang. Right. <laughs> but God's goal was to create someone to inhabit eternity with him. Can you imagine that? God said, I want some somebody to be with me. Right. Just want somebody to be with me. Everybody wants somebody to be with me. Most times, a man said, I want a wife because I don't want to be by myself in this life. Most time a woman said, I want a husband because I don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Most time no, no. men want another man friend because they want to feel like they have somebody that they can consider like a, a, a brother. Mm -hmm. Same with a woman. God wanted someone to have eternity with him with whom he could share fellowship and love. He desired a bride, one who would sit on the throne and rule and reign with him. Not over him, not under him, but with him. Eternally. Now this is the ultimate goal of the whole creation. So when somebody said, what is the eternal purpose? I just told you the eternal purpose. The ultimate goal of the, uh, 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 of the world's creation. This is why God created the world. He created the world not to be a peach tree dish, or not to be an aquarium for him to look at like people make aquariums and put ants in or put lizards in and put what? Right. This ain't no aquarium for God to sit up in there and look down and say, oh, look at my little ball of aquarium. Look what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't it. God had an eternal purpose. So this is the ultimate goal of the whole world, whole creation. Believers have been predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. This is Ephesians 1 and 11. Now, therefore, the glorious conclusion of this present age will be the grand marriage supper of the Lamb in eternity. All right? Any questions? Now, scriptures compare us to various things. What does scripture compare us to? Anybody know what I understand the question? Scripture compare the people of God to something. We are compared like what? To what? A bride. Also, we are compared 
The scripture compare us to be like as unto what? The scripture, numerous scripture compare the people of God to a house or a or the temple of God. I'm going to elaborate on that. Any building, institution, family, or individual is only as good as the foundation upon which it rests. Mm -hmm. Jesus declared to Peter and the other disciples, upon this rock I will build my church, Matthew 16 and 18, that that rock is the answer to the question asked in the same passage, whom say ye that I am, Matthew 16 and 15. Thus, the foundation of the church is the identity of Jesus Christ. The wise builder takes time to prepare a solid foundation, right? Think about it. Now, I want to now, the reason why I'm talking, I'm, I'm trying to get you to draw some type of visual picture in your head. Mm -hmm. If you're going to imagine something, imagine what I'm saying. You, we build something. The wise builder takes the true uh, take take time to prepare a solid foundation, while the foolish person builds his house on the sand. Uh, Matthew's uh, seven twenty four talking about that. When the storm of life comes, the the house built on the rock stands. Amen. Right. Mm -hmm. And this may have introduced that little story called the three little pigs. Never know. But anyway, but the others collapse. Right. In this parable, Jesus identified the wise builder as one who hears the word and obeys the word. He don't just hear it and obey it. It's not for us to come to church and just hear the word and walk out and act like it ain't had no effect. We got to hear and apply it. Hear and apply it. Hear and apply it. But he described the foolish builder as also hearing but doing nothing about it. They come to church, they hear God's word, they get up and they go home. And they expect things to change in their life. They expect the marriage to get better. They expect their relationship and someone to get healed better based on the fact that I walked in the church. I went to church today. I went up for prayer. I don't need to do nothing else. Your eternity is not, it doesn't say that your eternity or you're going to receive salvation based on the fact that you walked in the church and you went up for prayer. And the man of God prayed for you. Praise Lord. Now the church rests upon the foundation of the apostle, the prophet which we all know. And of which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. And it's talked about in a lot of scriptures, but you can get Matthew 4 and 11. Get Matthew 4 and 11. That's the one we're going to talk about, 4 and 11. Matthew 4 and 11 says, This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. You get it. Huh? We got another scripture. Oh, I said Matthew 4. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I meant Acts 411. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I got Matthew 4. Acts 411. Mm -hmm. This is the song which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Meaning, this has become the foundation. 
neither is there any salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. No other religion tell you that you need to do what this says to be saved. This makes it stand out more than any other religion. Any questions? Comment? Go ahead. And two, you know, it works. It works. If you, if you, like, if you do it, you know, you do it not just, you know, doing it just to be doing it, but if you do it, you know, from your heart, like with your whole heart or whatever, mm -hmm. and you um, have faith and believe in what you're doing, According to the scripture, it's gonna work. Like you will see the results according to like like you said, if you obey it. But if you just hear it, even if um like you were saying too, like the person coming to the church or you know, go up for prayer or whatever, it's not gonna really take an effect until you grab a hold by faith, which you're gonna have to show an action to kind of solidify that. It can't just be like on the inside, like, oh yeah, I believe, but then you don't show it in your actions. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. Now, where the, the, uh, the, 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 the people of God mess uh, uh, not mess up, but what we become dis distressed at is mm -hmm. the fact that we think we have to do it. We trying to do, we're trying to get and if we can't get them to see the salvation of God the way we see it, mm -hmm. they won't embrace it. So we feel like because we, they haven't seen it the way we did, they won't embrace it. So oh, so we think we put the burden of them not getting saved on us, not them. Right, right. It's my fault because I can't articulate the word of God enough to get them to see it the way I saw it. Mm. Maybe I'm not telling them. Maybe I'm not a good example. Maybe I'm not. And see, and all that is. See, when you say maybe I'm not, right. that telling that puts your that put pressure on you. That puts right. a weight on you. Mm -hmm. And when you keep saying maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, that constantly keeps putting the weight on you. Mm -hmm. And that not, not, not gets to the point where you say, I'm a failure. Oh, you're right. You're right. And when you think you're a failure, mm -hmm. most people that's a failure like to say. I give up. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't walk around saying, I'm, I, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. Please, Jesus, Jesus. Me, don't think like that. Uh, if anything, think, overthink, think reversal of that. Uh -huh. I am that. I am. Don't, don't let the devil tell you. All that is, is the, the cunningness of the devil talking yeah. to you. You ain't, you ain't, sir, mm -hmm. you ain't, you ain't sure because you can't articulate it. Because how do I know this? Because the, that devil came to me with the same thing. You might as well just give up. Mm -hmm. It ain't working. You see, you didn't see nobody get saved. That's what you were saying. He's trying to stop you. Why? Because he know that, you know, that's the plan of God. That's you know, somebody going to, it's like, even if we don't see it, you know, it's going to take an effect. God, his word don't go out for And not only that, you got to understand, where every dollar bill I show you, every $20 bill I show you, there's a face and there's a back side. Right. Mm -hmm. Everything has a front side and a back side. Yeah. If I pull out a coin, it has something on the front side. Mm -hmm. And when I flip it over, it has something printed on the back side. Mm -hmm. It ain't just a face on the front and you turn it over, it's just a, 
a, a, blank, a blank. First thing people say, there ain't no real money. Look, God's word ain't going out for it. Don't think that. It's accomplishing one thing, face value, is you take it as it is and run with it. Yes. The other value is, it's going to be your condemnation. Don't, see, th this is what we, what, 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 this, okay, I'm trying to get you to see, thank you, Jesus. What God is letting you see is their condemnation, mm -hmm. not their face value. You took it at face value and took it and cashed it in. They took it on the other side as their condemnation. I don't want to do that. And by them not accepting it and taking it the way you took it, that's condemning. That's gonna condemn them. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful point you made. I never, like, I never heard it like that. I never thought of that, but it's it's true. And it made me think about uh, Noah. You know how like he just obeyed God. Like he he did what God told him to do, and it it was almost like. You know, that building that you was talking about, how you, I, I started thinking about him too, how he followed the instructions of God, he was able to build and construct that ark that he was told wow. to do. And, and, and that's how him and his family got saved. But it's like all those other people that were around him, that were watching what he did, to them, it was condemnation. Right. You know, it, it was as if like he was, Almost like you saying, like how you know the word doesn't go out void. Basically, he was obeying God and doing what God told him to do. He took it for face value, but they didn't. So to them, it was like condemnation, and they end up paying. Look, look, Noah. Noah had to deal with the whole word rejected him. Mm -hmm. We just reject with a few people, but we know this in another church. There's some saints there. There's another church that's saints there. Another people that's made there. So we ain't got a whole the whole world. But we have to deal with the fact that people are going to reject us like they reject Noah back in his day. We're telling them, they're coming, to, they're coming to church. They came to look at Noah, a little big thing. Oh, look at this guy. What are he building? A city? What are he building? All he was was, you know, it's almost like people, like we go to Disney World. We basically go to Disney World for two things. The, the eyes and then the rides. Nobody's going there for the food. <laughs> if you if you say you're going there for the food, you're lying. You're going there for the eyes and the rides. Yes. Everything else is just great yes. after that. Yes. The laugh and the smile, that's just great. Uh -huh. But the rides and, and ooh, look at that. Yes. Look, oh. Trying to, we're trying to see things that we never saw before. Jesus, Jesus. It was the same thing back then in Noah's time. Mm -hmm. They want, they want to see something they never saw. They go there in their city. They, they get, they eat, drink, and they go. Let's go see this little crazy man building thing. Yeah, I want to see something. Come on, follow me. Take you over here. To, and I was like, "Ooh, look at this guy! <laughs> wow! Jesus. Look at this! That's how Disney World is us." Everybody wants to come to Florida mm -hmm. to go to, go to go to Disney World. Praise the Lord. Okay. Praise the Lord. Now, so we uh, uh, let's examine this building, this particular building. Now, according to the grace of God, which is given to unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and others build thereupon. But let every man take heed how he builds thereon. For other foundations, now look, you're either building on what God has built 
or you say you laying a different foundation. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stone, every man's work shall be made manifest. For a day shall Everyone's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. This is 1 Corinthians 3, 10 and 13. Now, what part of the building are you? Let's examine that for a minute. You are maybe a door, a window, a pillar, these are required to build them. Each believer, even though, even though very, even though they may be different from one another, mm -hmm. find his or her place and fit into the uh, uh, together in harmony in one building, yeah. the church. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. We are building fitly framed together, which. Is growing into a holy temple unto the Lord. Amen. This is Ephesians 2.21. Now, we are Christ's house. Also, furthermore, Peter declared that we are lively stone. Listen to what I'm saying now. We are lively stone. We ain't no dead stone. Most stones are just something that go, boom. <laughs> I ain't never seen a stone lively. I ain't never seen no jumping being stone. We are lively stones. Now, let's talk about that. Or living stone built up a spiritual house. First Peter 2 and 5. Get First Peter 2 and 5. First Peter 2 and 5. First Peter 2 and 5. I'm going to start before first. It says, To whom coming is unto a lively stone disallowed, indeed of man, mean Rejected of indeed of man, but chosen of God and precious. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ye also are lively stone, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Now, being a lively stone, you mean you you like a jumping baby. You like a solid rock that moves all the time. What's causing you to move? The fact that you praising God, you offering a spiritual sacrifice, and living a holy life, praising God, which is acceptable unto the Lord. Yeah. Accepting to God by Jesus Christ. Now, listen to this. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make sure you all y'all pay attention close. I don't want to lose you. Stones are different from bricks and blocks. Think about it for a minute. Y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Stones are different from bricks and blocks. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? Different shapes and sizes. I would say because with stones, it could be, diff you know, some are bigger than others or like different shapes, but like with bricks and um, blocks, it's like they all shape the, the same, I would say. So, what could, what what can a brick or what can a a brick do or a block do versus a stone? Bricks can be 
gets like stacked uh, easily. Like Lego. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense. Right, right. Quickly built something, right? Quickly, yeah. A stone is generally round. Right. <laughs> got little. If it ain't round, it may be oval, it may be, a, yeah, but it still yeah. got almost like a, it's almost like it was trying to make an oval shape, but it, it warped a little bit. Yeah. But it's still trying to imitate some type of roundness, but not a perfect round circle, right? Mm -hmm. You take a, a ball and put it on top of each other, they fall, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, right? Look, listen to this. There's the, there's the difference between the, the bricks and the bricks and blocks. Now, now, a mason can build a wall of bricks and blocks mm. easily and swiftly because all the blocks are identical. Right. <clears throat> Hence why Legos are very good because they are identical. They have something in common. The locking mechanism, they may be different shapes, but they always have something in common that causes them to possibly build something or create something. The locking mechanism, they all have something that's identical. And not the fact that the Legos are, are blocked, but the fact that they have that same thing in common, the ability to lock. Mm -hmm. Now, however, raw stones are all different in shapes and sizes. Are they not? If I go and tell you, bring back some stone, they're going to be all different shapes and sizes, right? Mm -hmm. Understand this. A stone mason must choose each stone individually. Mm. Study it to see how and where it will fit in. Mm -hmm. And maybe even chip or shape it to fit. Right. His work actually becomes a work of art. He ain't gonna achieve an effect quick mm -hmm. because he gotta almost chip away at some of the rock to try to get it to shape the way he wants. Mm -hmm. Now, right? Okay, we understand that part. Now, God never called his children bricks or blocks, but he has referred to them as stones. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. As individuals, we are all different from each other with diverse talents, mm -hmm. abilities, personalities, mm -hmm. and opportunities. Don't try to imitate me. If you see somebody that, look, it's human nature to try to imitate people, especially if we consider them successful. There are people in the world that we try to imitate. If we figure we follow that, imitate them, we'll get the success there. We'll get the money they can. If we see people in the church that we see that have been elevated, we say, that, that's the pattern I need to follow. I need to do that. Then what the pattern you need to follow is their humility and, and humbleness to be obedient to God's word. Don't, don't try to be a duplicate me like I was trying to be a duplicate walker, and I realized I can't do that. Mm. You frustrate yourself. Right. Mm. Be, be yourself. You the stone, you that stone, I'm this stone. You gonna fit in there because you're in the body, okay? Now, now, uh, uh, so we got these different uh, diversity of talents, abilities, personalities, and opportunities, right? Therefore, we should not compare ourselves with each other. Right. Don't say, I'm not a Feltner. I'm not a Fraser. I'm not a... You compare yourself to the Lord. Yeah. And you matter. Now, Let's talk about it for 2 Corinthians 10 and 12. Don't forget it. As 
in the parable of the talent, some of us may possess five talents, right? Mm -hmm. Some two, others one. Mm -hmm. Now, Matthew's talking about it, 25, 14, and 30. Now, at the time uh, of accounting to Jesus' story, the one who had received five talents and the one who had received two talents both received identical rewards. Uh -huh. Amen. See? Although one of the men had accomplished more than twice as much as the other one, both were equally faithful and fruitful with the talent they had received, right? Amen. The lesson for us is this parable. In this parable is that if we do what we can do with what we have, God will judge us by our faithfulness without comparing us to each other. Amen. Paul reminded the Corinthians, Know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians talking about that and other scriptures I'm not going to name. As the church collectively formed a temple, the house of God is the, in this world, we should remember that we are also individual temples of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God lives within us. We and we take him with us whether we go, wherever we go into the world. Also, the holiness of God within us demands that we guard our behavior and attitude. Why? Why does it why? Why does it why do we have to guard our behavior and attitude? Yeah, the holiness of God within us demands that we guard our behavior and attitude. Why? Why do we need to guard our behavior and attitude? Why? Well, for one, because you know that's if if um, he's holy, then we have to be holy. But also too. You know, God is raising us up to be examples. So it's like if we are saying that, you know, we're saved or we're holy and we acting like the world do, or we acting all kind of like unseemly ways or whatever, it's gonna kinda tear down that uh reputation. You know what I mean? People start to be like, Oh, it's nothing to the saint of God or a church or, or God. Right. Or so they won't, they won't be saved. Mm -hmm. They won't even try to live up to God's a holy standard or even make an attempt mm -hmm. because they don't see it. It's, they don't think it's no one. It can't be achieved. But when you live it, when you, when you people find out you saved, they watching you. Right. They may not come to church or they may not come to your church, but they watching you. Don't think they ain't. And they lean, they lean, listen to every word you say, especially when you get mad. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they hot now. Let's see what come out of that temple now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I walked in the office. I got hot. I went to a room today and I, I sucked my key in and it didn't open. Mm -hmm. I looked at the, and the lock looked all shiny and new. I said, wait a minute, who changed the lock? 
I'm the maintenance man for this building and I ain't got the key. Boy, I got hot. I jumped in my little golf cart and I threw it. <laughs> We're stretching off. Where's the boss? They said, he ain't here. Where's the boss's boss? Mm. They said, he might not be. I walked in the office. I walked in. They said, what's wrong? I said, look, I, I said, look, I can't do my job if I stick my key in there. I can't get in there. I said, something ain't right. If they're going to change the lock, that's fine. Give me a key. Amen. Mm -hmm. And if, 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 if it push come to shove, I'll throw that black card in there quick. I don't want to. <laughs> so, uh, so I eventually, eventually, I, I had a key that worked. I just, it's one of them kind of doors where you turn it on, so you got to pull it in and jerk it in. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. So, anyway, uh, so we, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, why we have to be, uh, why we can't, uh, why we have to keep control of our attitude. Yeah, we got to keep control of our attitude, yeah. Okay, let me move on. Paul reminded Christians, know ye not that you are a temple of the Holy Ghost. Now, uh, 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 we have to understand that we, uh, the Spirit of God lives within us, and we take him wherever, wherever we go. Also, the holiness of God within us demands that we guard our behavior and, activ and activity. As the passage in Corinthians tells us, we flee fornication. And avoid sin and idolatry because of our respect as being the temple of God. Mm -hmm. If we are temple of God, we know that God dwells in the temple. That's right. So God now made it convenient for him to move. The temple of God can walk in the mall. It can go sit into a movie theater. It can go to the grocery store, and in every given time, God may want to talk to somebody. He ain't gonna use a sinner to talk, he's gonna talk to something clean. He wanna use, use somebody that, that, that a temple is, that's been set aside. That's why I live a certain way, that's why I try to make sure that I don't do anything wrong, because I don't know at any given moment of time that somebody gonna call me and say, I need prayer. That, that's a hurting thing for somebody to call you and say, I need prayer. And you'll be like, I need prayer myself. Mm -hmm. I ain't been doing right. Mm -hmm. I live this way that I can be a help to somebody. That God can use me to help them. Mm -hmm. If someone just came knocked at the door right now. And I come to the door and I say, yes, can I help you? I heard you a preacher. Can you pray for me? What I'm going to say, well, wait a minute. I ain't been in church yet. We in the church. I need to be able to pray for them. Amen. Yes, yes. They have enough faith to believe that I can do something by knocking at the door. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. Okay. As the church is the body of Christ, notice the head. Praise the Lord. Notice the head. The head. Now, the church, as we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. This is Ephesians 5 and 30. Now, 
Three times in the book of Ephesians, Paul reminded us that Christ is the head of the body, the church. Now, of course, the head of the body is inseparably united. Not only does the, the church, the body, stand in need of him, but Christ, the head, also needs a church for his completeness. Since any living creature with two heads is considered what to us? If I saw you walk around with two heads, I'd think you a freak. What you walk around with? I see you coming to me and you got a head and another head beside you. That's why most people put, so when they see somebody that's been born like that, they try to think, come join this circus with me. Because yeah. they know you can't go get a natural job and figure, so they consider it a freak. Now, there can be only one head. The church does not need another head. But be it man or institution, they only have one head. For Jesus Christ leads, controls, and directs us as the chief shepherd of the flock. Ministers, pastors, and elders who oversee them and rule of the church are only under shepherds who lead under the mandate of and point us to our chief shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. He is not only the God, the good shepherd, but he is also the door of the shepherd. He, we as his sheep should know his voice and follow only him. This is talking about in John 10. I talked about that Sunday. Furthermore, we should submit to him not only for our Savior, not only as our Savior, but also as our Lord and our head. Paul stated that even our hair length reflects leadership of Christ and divine order. Let's talk about it in 1 Corinthians 11, 1 through 16. Now, that man have short hair, and woman have uncut hair, give proper honor to our head, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Women are given long hair. There's a reason why women hair long, because it reflects the covering, that women should be a distinction between man and woman. Uh, a woman should have some type of covering. That's why uh, uh, God made it like that. Mm -hmm. Okay? Any questions? Okay, moving on. Notice what makes the body complete. Is our united members connected to it? It is the fact that God in Christ walked earth in the body of the flesh. Now that he has ascended to heaven, the church is his body in this world. Right? Amen. We are his hands mm -hmm. and his feet. Whatever the Lord would do on this earth today, he does it through the church yes, or in members in the church, mm -hmm. his body. It is our responsibility to take seriously the work of God in today's world. For he has commissioned us to go into the world to preach, to evangelize, to teach, and to baptize as many people as willing to come to him. Furthermore, the scripture states that sinners are saved through the preaching of the gospel. Uh, John 14 and 12 states, He that believeth on me, that work that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go away to the Father. Alright, any questions so far? Yes. 
Comment. I gotta push this because this is a good. It's a great lesson. It just like this uh, lesson that you're teaching. It really kind of puts emphasis on like the importance of the church. Um, it's a you know it seems like the world trying to separate the saint from the church and mm -hmm. say that you can be you know a saint of God and in good standing with God without the church. But as you're bringing out here, it's like it just shows us the importance of how the church is connected so much and so to Jesus Christ. As you said, like we are his his body in the earth. And, and it's like so it just shows how important the church is. And so we should be we should all be a part of that. You know, it, should, it can't be no, you know, I'm over here, I'm over there. It's like, right. you got to be connected to the body. You have to yeah. be in this. Yeah, you got to be involved, like, uh, so that we can make sure that we are a part of that body. Right. Otherwise, you know, we, we out there on our own. Yeah. And that ain't what they plan about. It's just like, you know, when he be talking about the, the branches, Mm -hmm. It says the, the branch can't bear fruit of itself. It got to get the stuff from the root. Like you can't just have a branch over there and it just start doing something. No, if it ain't rooted, it's just good Amen. for nothing. Be good. burned. <laughs> so, ain't that what the Bible says? To be burned. It's gathered and burned. But if you stay in the ground, you know, you can sprout a little here and yeah. sprout a little there, but yeah. it's all still coming from that root. Amen. That's Jesus Christ. He's saying, what? You can't do nothing without me. Amen. And that that's the, the big thing with the church now. Everybody is so separated, which, you know, we know that's the works of Satan. Mm. It's a schism. And, you know, the Lord don't make nothing with a schism. You're right. Yeah, I was you just know. getting ready to talk about that. He said, with no schism. Mm. He don't what? want no blemishes. Right. He mm -hmm. don't want no spots. Mm -hmm. He want us all to be fitly joined together. Yeah, yeah. so true. To do the work of the, of the body of Christ, <clears throat> What must we do? We must remain unified. That's it. Remain unified. In order to remain unified requires an effort. Or unified or connected. Now, listen to that. To work the work of the body of Christ, the church must remain unified. Then, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 13. Whether we are a hand or a foot or an eye or an ear or a nose, it don't really matter. It don't really matter whether you acknowledge what you are or not. You still need to remain connected. We all have our place and are all members of one body. Mm -hmm. Someone may consider himself one of the least honorable. Mm -hmm. And see, that's what happens. People think, I'm not getting the honor that I, I, I feel like I deserve. Mm -hmm. And they leave. Yeah. I'm not getting the recognition I feel like I deserve. And they leave. Mm -hmm. It must remain connected. Yes. <laughs> you must remain connected. Yes, sir. There are certain parts in your body ain't getting the honor that your face get. Yeah. Do it fight against it? No. <laughs> you know, like the Bible say, that, that part that you think ain't that much, you better think about it's it. It's important also. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, and you know, every time I think of that scripture, I always think of the people. So, it so seems like it really nothing, but you hit it and see if that whole body. So, so that that, that you let us know that it, it's it. You 
even though it ain't getting no honor, it's still important. You don't, there are some parts that gets honor because it's being seen. There are other parts that's not getting honor, but they're still as important. They work under under the the the, the, the notice, notoriety, and some work out and as noticed. But it, it all works together for a perfect body. Some people are people that work under, and some people are being showed, but. Because they can show it ain't for you to get jealous. Yeah. Sister Frank. Uh, just going off what uh, First Lady was talking about. It, it seems like it's not important until it's, it's missing or yeah. it's not working. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought about, you know, Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, how, you know, we had to dress this, but then we all be like, where the cranberry sauce is? <laughs> yeah. we, we yeah. Cranberry sauce don't get that much honor until it's. <laughs> It's a certain flavor that that cranberry when that dressing comes and you had eat that cran that dressing and then you eat some cranberry behind it. The flavor between with, with, right, am I right, Fraser? The flavor of that that dressing with that cranberry unite together and they give you that. Oh my God, bliss! Bliss! Right. Nah. 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 It ain't something that Sister Fenton always get and Sister Fraser always get every time they go to the grocery store either. Right, right. It sits up there and everybody don't walk by. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. It, it, some people may eat it on a regular basis, but we don't. Boy, really. yeah. but when you come out there, every time you don't go, you make no stuff without no cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> you just a sin. You might as well say, in our brain, you just sinned. <laughs> Now, let me, let me go. Now, someone may consider himself one of the least honorable, more feeble, or uncomely parts, or yeah. of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, certainly parts of the body are not lovely to look, certain parts of the body are not lovely to look at. For instance, the gallbladder, the liver, the intestine, when you look at that, if, if you cut somebody and look at the you say, ew. The stomach, when you look at their organs, you say, ew. However, Unpleasant, their display may be publicly. These hidden parts of the body are extremely important and necessary, right? For the body to live and develop, these parts must function well and continue to work. They don't quit on us because we ain't giving it the recognition it needs. Our intestines don't, don't quit on us because we ain't giving it the recognition. It still tries to do its job. Exactly. It tries. Tip it together. All parts of the body must work together as a single unit. Yes. 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 It shouldn't be, I'm fighting against you, you fighting against me. Yes. When we come together, we're we here for one purpose. Yes. Mm -hmm. For the Lord. Yes, it shouldn't be you against me or one click over here, one click over here. We, yeah, yeah. we need to stay unified. For God to be in, in with us, always yeah. with us, we need to stay unified. 
Don't get upset and point to the point where you go, I don't want nothing to do with it. Right. Mm -hmm. We're going to have trouble. We're going to have misunderstanding. Say, let's, let's love beyond that. Let's say unify. Learn and forgive. Praise the Lord. Just as the human body is with many members, must maintain unity. So must the church work in harmony and unity as the body of Christ. We cannot sever our arm from the rest of our body and expect our arm to live and remain healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go cut. I said I was getting it at you. Yeah. You kind of, kind of jumped ahead of me. I can't come on and throw it over there. Okay, now go ahead. Do your own thing. Serve the Lord. Number one. You laughing, right? We laughing because it seemed like a freak, right? You know what, what? The Adams family, their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to work like that. It ain't going to work like that. It doesn't work like that. Hmm? We need to stay connected. So. Likewise, we can never separate ourselves from the church. You hear what I just said? The devil gonna get in you and say, it's born, it's high. I don't care what he tell Don't ever separate yourself from the church, the body of Christ, and remain spiritually healthy. You cannot separate yourself from the church or the body of Christ and remain spiritually healthy. You're going down. It ain't gonna be sudden, but it's gonna be subtle. And you're going down. And it's not a good sign. I like to think that the examples in the Bible uh, is for us to see and say, wow, they did that? I'm not going to do that. Right. I like to think that people that I've been in, I've seen people come and go. Mm -hmm. They're your, 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 your living example mm -hmm. to say, I'm, that ain't going to happen to me. Right. That ain't going to happen to me. This is what you ought to be saying. Mm -hmm. Just like they were here and then they are going to say to yourself, I ain't going to let that happen to me. I like to think how we are like Jesus. I have power to lay my life down and pick it up. You have the ability to say to yourself, I'm going to let this happen. Or you have the ability to say, I ain't going to let this happen. Mm -hmm. You got to be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, Lord and stay unified to the church. Amen. You may not like what the Lord doing, but this is the Lord's doing. Right. You don't have no, God don't, when, when God get ready to, to spread the heavens, did he call consult you and say, what do you think? Uh, do, you, do you approve? He don't care if you approve. God don't care whether y'all approve any of his work or not. He don't care if he tear down and build up another. He don't care if he let this one out. That's what he does. He give life and he take life away. That's what God does. He allows people to live long time and allow some people to die quick. That's what he does. You don't need to get mad at him because he do what he want to do. Mm -hmm. And and really, if you have if you able to let life die and then bring that same life back, mm -hmm. that ain't really nothing that you that bothers you. That's if you know, like it's like if I'm here and I drop dead mm -hmm. and God just bring me back, he gonna be like, that ain't nothing to me because I can bring you right back just as quick as you drop. Mm -hmm. Right, so. If God can wake us up from that, that, that eternal sleep, what we call death, what are we concerned about? Why are we mad at God? Oh, you let my mom, you let this and that. Oh, I don't understand. We all be fretting and going crazy. That's, 
But you know, that's the human side. We, yeah. I, what, I, what I'm doing now is letting you view it from God's perspective. Go ahead. Yeah, but it, you're right. But to your point, I'm just saying, like, you know, we have to deal with that part of it. That's, it's like that's, that's the part of life that we have to deal with. Even Jesus, you know, he struggled with that, that part. It's like the human part, and then he had the divine part. So it's like when we grieve and, and, and going through and stuff like that, that's the flesh part. But the good thing about it is that we have the Holy Ghost. We have a comforter that helps us to encourage us, especially if the person was saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, as you said, like that person just asleep. We don't even look at death the same way anymore in Jesus Christ. Right, right. We we, we see his hope. At least you know, we should. Yeah, well, no, we shouldn't. You're right. We see his hope, you know, after that. If that person was saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, we like, you know, it's almost like at, at times we can rejoice. Like that person, you know, they, they have uh, made it over where we want to be one day. You know? Right. It's no rejoicing the fact that we're looking naturally. Mm -hmm. There's two views two views that a saint of God should be looking at all times. The world has no second view mm -hmm. of anything. They look at life as it is. Yeah. We look at life as it is and we look at the eternal purpose. Mm -hmm. And eternal purpose gives us comfort because of what we see naturally. We see the death, and if we keep looking at them, we'll get depressed. But then we start looking at, we know that the Lord just took them to the rest. They just gone and gonna be with the Lord. Amen. And if God lets come, He's gonna take me. He's gonna take you. Mm. If you, if you were, if, there's a big if now. Yeah. If you can stay connected. Amen. If you don't faint, if you don't give up, if you don't get mad and walk away, you don't get discouraged, you don't get the honorable mention that you deserve, you don't get big-headed, you don't get thought yourself. There's a lot of ifs there. Yeah. And the devil going to throw them at you. Mm -hmm. Like you playing bowling ball, hoping that he gets you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't believe that he got it. Got the, got, got the ball that's going to hit it until he hit it. And it, it's not there to hit us to make us lay down and say, oh, I can't, get, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done. It's there to make you see that I need to be, I need to be stronger than this. Mm -hmm. Every time you get knocked down, it's for you to get up and say, I need to be stronger so that if this ever happen again, it won't affect me like this. Mm -hmm. There are times where God does things that I don't like myself. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to faint? I need to accept it and say, I need to be stronger than that so it don't affect me like this. Likewise, we could never separate ourselves from the church and the body of Christ and remain spiritually healthy. Jesus spoke on the on the vine. See, Phil was talking about that. And the branches, Jesus spoke about on the, uh, the vine and the branches further illustrating the unity of the body. Um, as individuals, we are branches attached to the vine. As the branches must stay connected to the vine or the trunk it, it, for its very, very life and survival, we also must stay attached to the body of Jesus Christ, which is the vine. Now, people say the vine could be a branch. I like to say the vine is the root. Long as you stay connected to the root, to the, to the tree that has some root, you're going to live. You want to break yourself off and go over there, you ain't going to live. Now, now, you, now, if you don't believe that, let's think of a natural tree. Go home, go to your tree that you see 
break a little piece off and throw it over there and see how it ain't gonna die right away. That's right. That's true. It ain't gonna die right away. In fact, you may think it's gonna grow roots and just it ain't, it ain't gonna do that. Eventually it's gonna wither away and dry out and die. Now you don't want that to happen to you. I'm almost finished. Okay, uh, any questions so far? But what does the scripture tell us that we should keep? What does the scripture tell us that should keep us unified? There's something that should keep us unified. The scripture reminds us that we need to stay unified because if we don't stay unified, we end up getting like the first Corinthians 12 or 25 in the book of uh, Corinthians, that certain schism, as the founder mentioned also, schisms get <clears throat> in. Now, schism will come into a church and into your home. Mm -hmm. But you can't overlook it, it must be addressed. Mm -hmm. Now, if, 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 if you wouldn't address it and the other party not, you can't address it. Right. If I, if, 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 if Sister Frazier and, 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 and Mr. Frazier all of a sudden don't want to come over to the house and bring London. And I call them and say, hey, uh, what's going on? Why don't come on? Everything all right? Yeah, everything fine. <laughs> well, why don't you want to come over? No, I don't want to come over. There's some schism there. Something wrong. Now, you got to address it. We got to address it in order to make that mend. I'm willing to address it, but if you ain't, it can't be addressed. It got to be two parties got to be willing to say, hey, let's get together and reason. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in denial, or basically you're lying to me, saying everything's fine and really it ain't. Right. So it must be addressed. So this schism will jump in. Now, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 25, that there should be no schism. Now, what is schism anyway? Is it anything in particular? It could be anything. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. It could be as petty as you didn't shake my hand after church. Mm -hmm. You didn't look at me. Mm -hmm. It could be you didn't recognize me. It could be. And, and most kids are not petty, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. You're like, man, that's all I said. What a kid do. You didn't pick me. You didn't. You didn't honor me. You didn't. You. Sometimes the devil throw false words in people's mind and make them. You. You, you don't like. Devil say, for instance, you. 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 The devil could tell you, Pastor Fender. Uh, uh, the devil could tell you that I don't like you. Mm -hmm. You won't tell me. You come and say you don't like me. You'll just tell your wife. I don't think you like me. Mm -hmm. Right. And you and Tiffany might look at you and say, why do you say that? I'm using y'all to make an example. Mm -hmm. And you say, why do you say that? Well, the way you eat the thing like it. The devil just lying to you. That's right. And you just buying it. Mm -hmm. okay. And it's sad when you see the devil telling people like, no, 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 I'm not picking at nobody. But I'm saying that he tell me lies too. Mm -hmm. I just don't buy it. He, he going to tell you lie, you lie, all of it. It ain't stopping now. Right. In fact, the lies are going more. Don't buy that. It's just free. It's 
like sometimes you even have to take a step back and analyze like that's a lie. You know, yeah, you, know yeah. you know, you start doing something, then you take time, you say, wait a minute, that sounds stupid, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh think about, you know, uh when a person leave church and they'll be going for a while, they'll say, you know, nobody called me to see how I was doing. You know, and then they'll say, they don't really care about you, see, they, nobody called you to see how you were doing. That's a lie. That's a lie. But then when people call, well, they're only concerned about the pocketbook when you ain't coming. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just never ending. Mm-hmm. When you really take a step back and be like, the devil mm-hmm. is, you know, he's never going to stop. I'm going to tell you something. The devil talks to us constantly, every day. He talks less to me. I'm going to use myself that. The devil talks to me every day. He talks less to me because I acknowledge that he's talking. Mm-hmm. But if, he, if, if I acknowledge that he's talking to me, he's going to talk to more. You, you understand what I'm saying? Did, did I lose somebody? When somebody know that you're listening to him, they go, it's like I say, I'm going to throw a rock over it and be afraid and he just ignored me. And finally, he said, man, who's hitting me? <laughs> now he got me. Yeah. If the devil know you ignoring him, he just every once in a while, he throw a word at you. I ain't listening to that, y'all. devil makes sure my wife, my husband don't love me. That's a lie. You know, or my wife don't love me. My wife trying to kill me. That's a lie. You know, and, and, but if I buy in that, he'll just feed that. Yep. He's like, oh, I, I'm going to go in the kitchen and say, I got a buffet for you now. Yeah, eat, eat this. And he'll just keep feeding you, and you'll be so silly to sit there and keep eating it. Right. You put the devil in his face, tell him, I ain't buying, I ain't eating that junk. You feet trying to ram down my throat. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, the vision, we're talking about skipping. Anybody else had a, a definition of schism? Mm-hmm. Well, Webster said division, uh, 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 schism is a division among the members of a group that occurs because they disagree on something. Yeah. Now, there is a schism if we don't, if, if, if we working together in unity, all of a sudden you want to act like you stay over there and don't want to be around me no more. There is a schism. And I tell you, hey, look, is something wrong? Hold on, everything's fine. There's a schism. There's a division. Mm-hmm. I detect a division. You don't detect that? How can I detect it and you don't? You don't want to be around me? I want to be around you. Why you don't want to be around me? If everything's all right, everything's fine. <laughs> what can you do at that point? You're going to back off and pray. Leave them alone. Okay, now, division and church splits are not the will of God. That's not the will of God. That's, that's the devil. Discord, faction, and parties should not divide the church, but church members should aspire to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Whatever is going to keep us working together in peace, 
Let's strive for that. This is Ephesians 4 and 3. Paul declared that there is one body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is the Father of us all and in us all. Ephesians 4, 3 through 6. Diversities should exist. In diverse, diverse, diversities should exist in the church, but division should never be present. We're different but we shouldn't be uh, 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 um, divided in our united efforts to do what the Lord said. We should work together till we call, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of a statue of, uh, and the fullness of God. Now look, if we ain't going to work together, I'd rather you get out and go. Because you're going to hinder those that come in. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If we ain't working together, we're, we're foolish and we act like fools if we think people are going to come and join you. They're going to come and say, man, they, they act like they hate each other. I, I see something going on here. Though so they came in, we ain't going to see them no more. Yeah. Right. So I'd rather they go somewhere if we ain't going to work together. Mm -hmm. Go somewhere. Go to one where you can work. But don't stay over there. Don't, or don't stay over there too long by yourself. Amen. <laughs> okay, now, nah, now, nah, okay. So, uh, Ephesians, I'm almost finished. Give me two minutes. From uh, Ephesians 4 and 16 says, From whom the whole body fit, joined together, and, and compact by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working of the measure of every part makes increase of, of the body unto the edification of itself in love. Mm -hmm. Any church that meets together with one accord experience another Pentecost. Amen. Mm. Amen. We can get together. If we all on one accord, people think, man, they have church. They come in here and say, that's all just eating a few people. I remember Cooper saying, he came in and said, man, these people are here, they having some church. Yeah. Acts 2 and 1 talking about that. The psalmist declared, behold how good and how pleasant it is for a brother to dwell together in union. Brother means God's people. Amen. Me, men and women, join together. Psalms 130, uh, 133 and 1. Our song and prayer should be, Lord, bind us together with love. I hope that God ever always do that. Bind us together with love. Amen. This particular lesson was telling us about the uh, household of God and the uh, eternal purpose of God. God wants us to work together in love Amen. while we're still here on the That's earth. Right. We are not here to outshine each other mm -hmm. or y'all not sitting here to wait till I start acting like I got dementia or get sick so y'all can talk about me. We are not here for that. We're here to help each other and to work together until God comes back. Help other people come in, stay saved in this life until we either die or the rapture. That's my purpose. When I see somebody stay saved and they die in the Lord, I'm happy. I'm not happy they died. I'm happy they died in the Lord. I wish my prayers, Lord, when one day go down, two come back. To come. I still believe God can do that too. So, all right. Any questions?
I'm gonna let you go. Can I go home? Right. 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 Right.